Okie dokie. I should probably scooch and get Looking into my good. final position. Yep. <laughs> You've achieved your final form. I think so. <laughs> when I get my braces off, then I will. <laughs> <laughs> you have braces, Karen? <laughs> I do. <laughs> cool. <laughs> my favorite cam girl just got braces, too. <laughs> <laughs> now we have something in common. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you, you and you and Kitty Sauce both have braces. <laughs> I don't I don't even know where to go after that. Is that any worse than taking twelve pictures of your dick dressed as different characters? <laughs> <laughs> See, we need to add two extra podcasts to the lineup. Profane after dark. <laughs> <laughs> and in my opinion, profane politics. <laughs> uh, split out the politics. Uh. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's just politics? That would be really limiting for this podcast. How do you how do you figure that? When we get on politics, I think we could go and go and go. Yeah. Oh, that's what that's what he's saying. Is there's nothing left? Oh, oh, we took it out. Of, oh, you're saying if we took it out of the argument, then right, right. There is enough left, but we just never get to it because it all becomes Trump. Oh, and I still have to do my bejeweled podcast with Jeff. Shit, the bejeweled brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also forgot to add for the next four weeks, we'll have to add uh, Thrones of Argument. Uh, (laughs) Or Games of Arguments, or... (laughs) Ian, come up with a better name. Talking Thrones? Mm. The Game of Thrones podcast? (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's not very clever. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I'll I'll work on it. Warning, Game of Thrones spoilers ahead. If you would like to skip them, fast forward nine minutes. Uh, I'm curious, does Jeff watch Game of Thrones? And the reason I'm curious is because to to me, there's only been one discussion so far, and it's been whether or not the shows have been worth watching. Mm. Like people talking about how nothing happened. I want, you know, want something to happen. I'm like, it's called intrigue. The the last episode? The last two, the first two of the season. Oh, the first one, you know, we had to reset. We had to let everybody know where everybody was at the end of last season and what was potentially going to happen last season. This last episode was incredible. Mm hmm. It was incredible. But nothing happened. Oh, my goodness. It was heavy. It was everybody's last night on Earth. (laughs) Right. But nothing happened. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm the guy who would watch an episode of Star Trek where nothing happened, and I just got to watch them do daily shit on the bridge. Right. Like, I like that kind of stuff where it slows down and you watch conversations. But as far as plot movement, everybody's right. They Two episodes, nothing has happened. Well, there's been no big, big. There's been no dragons. There's, there's been, been no, no action, but sure. There's been no movement. It, it's like it's King's Landing and Winter. And there's just been nothing going on, which is fine. But I'm just like, it's all prep. Damn, you only got six episodes. John's origin has been exposed. Mm, that's big. To, to what consequences, though? Uh, unknown. Right. Well, they had to cut away. So yeah, <laughs> that was lame. Mm. And 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 Daenerys, get your fucking priorities straight. <laughs> You are fucking your nephew, and your first thing you went to was the Iron Throne? <laughs> no way. Targaryens have been banging each other for yeah, brother and sister. their entire bloodline. Yeah, yeah that, that doesn't mean she's cool with it. If that was the case, why didn't she marry her brother? Uh, she didn't love him. And oh. <laughs> she thought he was first in line for the throne, even though he was a tool. Piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll work out. So my it, per- was, it was a good episode. I was sad to know... At the end of that episode, that's that's the last I'll see of most of those characters. Yeah, I know. It was you, a big any, goodbye any for a bunch of them. Of, any predictions on who might die? Oh, oh my goodness. Tormund. No way. No way. 100%. No way. You are going to lose that, that, that he, bet, sir. He, he and Brienne are absolutely going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she, I'm 50-50 on Brienne. She was at the top of my list. 
Mm. Yeah. Brianne's oh no, I'm telling die. you right. The top um, of my list is Jorah Mormont. Mm. He is dead oh. as dead. Yeah, sure. Jorah. Sure. Um, Half of them are. Who is the dude who isn't Jon Snow and isn't Sam? Yeah, I don't know his that name. That guy. He's definitely going to die. Ed? I don't know. Is he the Night Watchman? Yeah, Dollar oh. said. Yeah. He's been, he's, he's he's, been dead since uh, the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to die. Don Dorian is going to die. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's His fate is sealed. Uh, I, I, I disagree, uh, though. Ed is, I don't think Ed dies. I don't think Tormund dies. I think I think I think Davos dies. Mm. No way, no way. Yeah, mm. I think Davos is a likely. Death. I don't know. I really like him as a just an eternal survivor <laughs> with no fighting skill. I, I like that. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think who else is in that episode. Pod, I, you think Pod lives or dies? Dies. I don't want him to, but I think Podrick will die. Do any Starks die? Could we please kill Arya and Sansa since they're annoying the fuck out of me? San- Sansa will ah. die. Arya's Arya is a 50 50. Yeah. Uh, Theon possible. will die. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. I yeah, think Theon's Theon a, he's will a get killed, and, but somehow, you know, Deus Ex. Et- I can't talk. Ex Machina. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Happens and Bran lives. Yeah. No, they all, they're all going to get heroic ends. Hmm. Brienne doesn't die with a. F- well, it would be shocking if an arrow just went through the back of her fucking head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm would, 50-50 on Brienne, but I'm positive Theon's a goner, positive Jorah. No ways Ed die. No ways Tormund die. I hope Arya dies. Um, <laughs> nah, she's still got stuff to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Creep around so everybody can be like, wow, how did you do that? Are you like some super secret killer? Like, her character change is the fucking worst. <laughs> what about the Hound? Lives or dies? Uh, I think there is still... He needs to fight them out. Yeah, if that weren't if that weren't in the in the the possibility, I would say definitely Clegane dies. But his fighting his brother. Yeah, but this is Game they, of Thrones where nobody gets who they're supposed to kill. Right, but I mean they were talking specifically, and and he he brought up the fact yeah. that Arya still has her list, and he brought up the fact that he fought for her. Mm. Right. But I'm just saying, like, you're like, well, he, he's got to get his comeuppance on the mountain. And I'm like, nobody I don't know if he's got comeuppance. He could lose to the mountain. Hmm, and you're right. It's true. Game of Thrones. I think anything could go in any direction. I think everything is, is you know, at this point, I, I, I'm i disappointed when it's not an intentional misdirect. Like, hmm. like, if anybody believes that their plan of isolating the Night King <laughs> and assassinating him <laughs> is going to work or will even happen... Then you have not seen one episode of this show before. If you think well, so, that's, well, that's you old Thrones. That's, that's old Thrones, though. New Thrones, shit like that happens. Hmm. You the, think? Her- the heroic savior shows up out of nowhere. Remember, we were like, "What? This isn't fucking Game of Thrones, where Brienne shows up out of nowhere and saves you from dying, and it's just like weird shit like that." That's New Thrones. I don't know. The only person I can guarantee out of all the names you said that will absolutely live is Jamie. <laughs> Jamie, oh. ha- Jamie has to kill Cersei, mm. even though I think Cersei's going to win. <laughs> uh, you are correct. The 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 old lady who lived in the swamp was was pretty straightforward about her being mm. murdered by Jamie, mm. her being strangled to death by Jamie specifically. Which begs me to ask this question: Is is she really pregnant? I think so. But Probably. the witch said she's only going to have three kids. Doesn't say she brings it to term. Uh, yeah. I guess that's true. But she was oh. drinking wine. I, I, I can't make heads or tails that, of this fucking That's also, uh, of the people dying, Euron's absolutely going to die this next episode. Why? He's not even going to be, he's probably not even going to be in the episode. 
He's absolutely going to be in the episode. As soon as we find out that the reason they showed the front line of, of White Walkers showing up there with no Night King on the front line is because he's going to swoop down on King's Landing and oh. burn that fleet to the ground. No, see, here's where I think you're wrong. <laughs> I think, I really honestly, and I'm kind of glad that they're doing this, like, they are going to get this Night King shit added away this next episode, and then the next, the rest of it's going to deal with Cersei. I really believe that. Because if this winds up with another fucking White Walker fight down in King's Landing, I'm not even going to watch this show. <laughs> <laughs> I like that that's not an empty threat because Jared is definitely willing to to pull up at the absolute last minute, no matter how many seasons he dedicated to, uh, uh, yep. what's F- that show with Pacey? F- fuck you, Fringe, and your stupid-ass turn at the end. <laughs> six seasons of Fringe, and on like season like six and a half, you're like, I'm out. <laughs> show's garbage. Don't even get me going on Discovery, which had its season finale this week. Oh, my God. We should start the show. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, also known as the Storing Eagles of Freedom. For Tuesday, April 23rd, 2019, my name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared, first of his name. (laughs) (laughs) This is Ian. (laughs) You definitely want that to be true. A lot of of sucky Jareds out there. (laughs) Hey, and my family, I'm the only Jared, so I'm first of his name. (laughs) I know, from what I can tell, we got the best one, so... (laughs) You're right, because every other Jared that is famous is a total piece of shit. (laughs) On this podcast, we talk about news and politics and religious nonsense that affects us, and we give our opinions on those things from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in, you can sign up on our Patreon page, and you can contact us directly on Discord, where we record. Just go to our homepage and click the link to join our Patreon page. Uh, Sign up for a custom pledge or one of our tiers, and that'll allow you to chat with us live while we record. Or uh, you can go to our Facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash profanearg or tweet to us at profanearg. This week on the show, we will be talking about, strangely enough, the Mueller Report and brain dead pigs. Oh, I heard about that. Jesus. <laughs> Get me out of here. It's fucking scary. <laughs> but first... <laughs> Uh, just as a little teaser, right? Right for them yeah, to get excited for that exactly, story. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So a couple follow up. I do like to report on different polls that I see in my news feeds about the nuns increasing, and this is this link that I'm going to gonna clear, put on the website. Yes, that's N O N E S, not N U N S. Correct. I'm not talking about Catholic nuns. The the nuns, as in I do not have a religion. This specifically was, it's a kind of a summary of multiple Gallup polls that say that since 1999, there has been a distinct drop-off in the number of adults who attend church regularly. It, in 1999, it was 70%, and in 2019, it is 50%. 20% less in those years. So... I mean, that's a long time, but if you look at the graph... 20%'s a big drop. Yeah, and it is a significant start in that direction. Hopefully it just keeps trending. That's that's what I'm saying. Uh, there's a whole bunch of other information from these Gallup polls. If you want to take a look at the, the webpage, I thought it was a pretty good 
pretty good one. Cool. Also had an update, a few updates on the measles cases. I'm interested in how far this is going to go. This year, uh, last week, we said it was 555 individual cases of measles. It's now up to 626 individual cases. I looked at the, the graph that you had here, and, it, and I looked and it said 2014, we had 667. I'm like, well, 626 isn't so bad. And then I remembered that it's April. Yes, it's only April. And that's pretty bad. The 667 in 2014, uh, if you look further down in 2014, the large outbreak, there was 383 cases that occurred primarily among unvaccinated Amish communities in Ohio. So more than half of the those that number comes from an outbreak One little community. in Ohio, yeah. in the Amish. Again, thanks, religion. <laughs> <laughs> but it, this year, yeah, it's only April, and uh, it's happening not in some isolated community. They have states listed off here, and it there are 20. I'm not going to read it off because there are 22 of them. That have cases of measles being reported. Not Pennsylvania. Yay. Yeah, Pennsylvania's not on the list. New Jersey is, though. <laughs> also, uh, in Washington State, the state Senate passed a vaccine bill to rebuke anti-vaxxers. It restricts, it makes it harder for parents to opt out of vaccinating their children. So, good for Washington State. And another law that is there i think they're just still trying i don't think it's in effect maybe i'm wrong there but rockland new york i think it's rockland yes rockland county they're, they're trying to put another order in place saying that if you have the measles and go to a public space uh you will be well you will face a fine up to two thousand dollars per violation per day wow yeah. okay so they're trying to really crack down on the measles because it's really bad up there 186 confirmed cases in Rockland County. Whew. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. It's a big percentage of what's happening in the U.S. Yeah. Wow. All right. So those are the updates I have. I guess the first thing to hit, I don't know if we have a whole lot to say about it, but I thought to put it on the list, the bombings that happened in on Easter in Sri Lanka. There's multiple explosions, three churches that uh, were, you know, packed with worshipers. With people attending Easter service, what was uh, the number here? Is two hundred seven people were killed? I thought the number actually got higher than that, but it did. It went over three hundred. That's from two days ago. Yeah. So, but um, um, the Islamic State has taken responsibility. But people are questioning as to whether that's accurate, because mm. of course they'll take responsibility because they're trying to, you know, stay relevant. Right, but they, they yeah they take responsibility for every shooting almost, don't they? A lot of them, yeah. The one yeah. point was, though, is that the the two churches were on the far west coast, and one was on the far east coast in Sri Lanka. I know Sri Lanka's not huge, but it's still not a local cell of people doing this. They were spread out. So whatever it was, it was a larger organization. And they have arrested more than 30 people after the bombings yeah. um, that they believe are somehow associated. Uh, but it, according to the Sri Lankan officials, they are still looking for leaders they're trying to figure out exactly how they did it but they did say that they do expect that these were coordinated by an outside agency and part of it was i heard i didn't hear any confirmation of this but somebody said that it was in retaliation for the attacks in new zealand so thanks religion again yay more religious wars yeah yeah but this is like crazy people 
well, I mean, I guess that's yeah. redundant to say, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm, yeah. they're not, it's not like church-sanctioned things going right. on here. True. Yeah. True. But at the same time, I'm curious how how many times, you know, innocent people, people who are not at war, are killed mm. that were not religious based but i guess i guess it does happen that does happen you know especially if you go back in time a little bit uh, that the rules of war have changed quite a bit since world war ii so mm. i guess why it feels different is because i i feel like new zealand was fueled more by racism than it was religion and this one is clearly fueled by what your religion was right and not racism so it's you know you understand what i'm saying yeah, but it was a it was a Christian attacking a Muslim there, so now the Muslims have attacked the Christians. I mean, right? Yeah, it it could still be retaliatory, but you know, dumb retaliation. And it, there's thunder outside, so if we vanish, we'll be back. <laughs> All right, we'll carry on somehow. Game of Thrones review. <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, yeah, that's all I've got on Sri Lanka, unless somebody has something else they'd like to say about it. I think we're so goddamn desensitized to this stuff. Like, what can you say? Right. That yes, it sucks that innocent people died, and what and what else? I don't know. Right. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, thoughts yeah. and prayers. Well, one thing: um, the Sri Lanka government had been warned that this was um, supposed to happen. Evidently, the president and the prime minister are at war with each other, so the country is disorganized, and they could not get defensive. It basically, was ignored. All the warnings were ignored. Yeah, but there was also an FBI report about the possibility of people flying planes into buildings before 9-11 happened and, and Bush and Cheney ignored it. So, you know, yeah, inside but, job, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I think that is because I think that was mainly because it seemed unbelievable. It seemed unreal because nobody had ever done that before. This has been done lots of times. This is certainly believable. Sure, that is, that is true. That is, that is a clear distinction. But, yeah, I mean, if people hear bad things and just stick their head in the sand because they don't want to deal with it. I get that. <laughs> it was a matter of people's security. I, I don't get that, but... Well, sure. Yeah. But I'd rather be at war with, um, you know, the prime minister's people or the president's people or whatever. I don't know. Equate it to Game of Thrones. It's the people bickering amongst each other instead of fighting the external threat. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, unless there's something else, I'm going to move on to uh, the Mueller Report. All right, I don't know. I don't know what you want to say about it. So uh, where do I start? The report came out on Thursday. It was preempted by Bill Barr coming out and saying, see, I, I'm releasing it here. There's nothing to see. Everything's fine. It's all fine here now. How are you? Go, go ahead. <laughs> Just ignore ignore the man behind the uh, curtain. Um, and This is before anybody had even seen it. Right, right. And he's like, let it. me tell you, let me tell you what, you, what, like the way that he worded that was so weird. It wasn't like, like, why not? Why do we have to hear this preamble about like he was like, it was almost like he was implying like you've all seen it and this is the conclusion that we've all come up with, right? Yeah, exactly the way yeah. I, I hear him. Yes. Well, was it for the the audience of one? Oh, it certainly was. Where I mean, how many times did he fucking say no collusion? Mm. Yeah, I think it was that as well as. To satisfy the base, because a lot of a lot of people hear what Barr said and they're just going to take it and run with it. They're not going to read the report. They're not going. To, oh, I mean, granted, I didn't read the full report, but I, I you know, I skimmed it and did some searching. But yeah, the people will hear what Bill Barr has had to say about it, and they'll just take that as fact. And then, and then they'll turn to Fox News, who will amplify that message and just you know keep stay on point. 
And that'll be the end of that for just solid 30% of the country. But again, they're just spinning their wheels when they do yeah. that. They're not – as a matter of fact, they lost people. Yeah, they did. They did. With that one. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't helpful. Sure, keep your, your, your shit amount of people that will vote for you. Even if the fuck – a video came out with him and Putin shaking hands with a big work colluding fucking sign in neon above their head. <laughs> You know, they'd be like, well, you know. Well, they would fall back to the, well, isn't it better that we're friends with Russia than enemies? Or or whatever, right. So, again, this was either just to keep his job or keep Trump happy. Because from what we learned from this Mueller report is like. It's not good. <laughs> Trump is unstable. Yeah. Like, just just like a fucking five-year-old is running our country. Right. And I, I'm willing at this point to accept the fact that there was no organized attempt by the Trump people to coordinate with the Russians. There was half-assed and responding to tips and, you know, talking to whoever, you know, wanted to give them information, but it was not a coordinated attempt to collude with Russia. Sure, fine, whatever. I'll I'll take that. But I mean the the amount of times that they bent the law and broke it in smaller ways is amazing. And then the whole um, cover-up was astonishing. And the fact that the, the, the whole reason in the report that it said that they couldn't really satisfy the charge of obstruction was because mm. people didn't follow Trump's orders. Right. At, at McGahn, hopefully Congress will get to interview him. They already subpoenaed him. Right. But And the White House is trying to fight that. Yeah. And the White House has also filed a lawsuit against Congress because they're trying to subpoena his financial records. He filed a he filed suit against it was against the uh chairman, yeah. Uh not just the chairman, but the one group on uh, the judicial committee and against it was a suit that included the what was it the head of the IRS or something so that basically saying that he wants them restricted so that they cannot release his financial information. I don't see how one how that's even possible in the law except for the fact that he stacked the judges to the point that he might be able to get away with it and and two how is that an argument that could be one in any case i mean it's quite clear the that committee can pull anyone's tax records like it's it's right. clearly stated well i think it's it's the same problem the people that um used to say no to the president have left the only people that are left are people that just say yes of course we'll do that knowing that it's not going to go anywhere. I mean, even with, I mean, I think Trump is convinced that he's got the Supreme Court stacked at this point, and they will do whatever he asks them to do. So if he says, you know, um, Supreme Court, please tell the judiciary, the um, the Senate that they can't have my tax returns, they'll 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 be okay with that. He thinks he's got them in his pocket. That's how he operates. That's it how is. it's I, all power plays. I don't know that 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 is actually true. Maybe with Kavanaugh, but mm -hmm. I don't think the rest of them. But yes, uh, thank you, Jeff. It was the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee. House Oversight. Yeah, but can you explain to me how this fuck how this is how this works? Hmm. The only reason they can't get an obstruction, or I mean, it's not even like they're like we can't get an obstruction of justice charge. I mean, Mueller basically was like, look. I'm leaving this up to you, Congress. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this, this, I am not exonerating him just because I haven't accused him. But they, but basically, it was like actual crimes were not committed mm -hmm. because, be, well, because nobody would do them. Right? They said that. Well, they well, didn't. Not really. Uh, my. Well, you, if you read it, that's how it is. It's like, well, okay, he said do this, and the guy didn't do it. 
but it doesn't matter. The the act of asking people to do it is against the law. Regardless That's what of I'm saying. Like, so isn't that like if I plan to go rob a bank and I fail at it? You still tried. Yeah, I still tried. Right. Mueller's point is that it is it was not his place to file charges because the Department of Justice has a policy of not filing charges against a sitting president. And he even says a sitting president. So he's setting up two possibilities. He sets up the possibility that of impeachment and he sets up the possibility of charges after he's out of office for things that where the statute of limitations has not expired. So he he laid out the cases the ones that we can see anyway, the ones that aren't redacted. He laid out the cases for obstruction of justice and said, but I, it is not my place to press these charges. It's you or me later. And if you look at uh, Keep Track on Reddit, the subreddit Keep underscore Track, they actually had a couple groups. They had information from a couple groups of prosecutors and both groups agreed on four points that there were four clear indictable offenses that were uh, cited in the Mueller report. One said that there was a fifth. That was what their their difference of opinion. One group said that there were five things and one group said there were four things, but they were clear indictable offenses that were had plenty of evidence in the Mueller report. So he's not saying nothing was done wrong. He just specifically said it's not it's not our place to file an indictment on the sitting president because of this rule and that's that's why I'm not doing it. And then he gave all the evidence. So yeah. I don't know. I think I don't th- know that we will actually see anything until, you know, he's out of office or Congress decides to do something about it. Yeah. Which is an interesting argument in itself. but So before we get too far, I do want to mention that one of the links that I have is an annotated uh, copy of the report. It's annotated by the Washington Post. There's a lot of good information on there. Um, if you have access to the Washington Post, I, I would highly recommend that. The other thing that I would mention is there's another article about what Barr said versus what the report said, because he came out and said a bunch of things and then released a report that said the exact opposite. He specifically lied to try and cover for the president. And I see it on CNN all the time. They refer to Barr as Trump's attorney general. And I think that's very Mm. fitting. Normally, the attorney general isn't there to serve the president. The attorney general is there to serve the people. But not in this case. Well, like I said, Barr is known as the cover-up attorney general. Yeah, and man, he played that to the fullest. You know, and the fucking press drives me fucking crazy, though, because (laughs) here Barr is making this this fucking statement, and they're all just nodding their heads, and they're like, well, is Robert Mueller going to be here? And he's like, no, and he's like, he made this report for me. And I'm like, you, you've been in the job for two fucking months. Why is everybody acting... Like Robert Mueller died 300 years ago, and we can never figure out what he meant by this report. Like, I'm like, go ask him. Like, can't he give an interview? (laughs) He won't. Oh. He's he's been, um, he, who was it, Huffington Post, I think it was? No, it was MSNBC, found him and asked him questions, stuffed a mic in his face, and he said, no comment, walked away. Mm. All right. Which has been his modus operandi, so I'm not surprised. I don't know, but if you felt like, I mean, unless he's comfortable with what's going on. I, he's waiting to be called by Congress, which I guess, I yeah, I guess, I guess he doesn't want to muddy the waters. Like, and right. I, I could, yeah. I mean, well, uh, he's not the type to write a tell-all book later. It's just not his thing. And the other thing I can't understand is what is Barr's angle in all of this? <sighs> why, why come rushing to to Trump's defense like this? Why write that, that memo to come in there and 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 cover for him? Like, he was already an attorney general. He was already probably making money. And people writing mm-hmm. books or whatever and guest lecturing. Why do this? 
What's what's what is he getting out of this? Fame, fortune. I don't know. Well, he's definitely infamous now. Yeah. I mean, nobody takes him fucking seriously. No. Well, thirty percent do, but that's about it. Fucking, he could have put a sack of potatoes in that fucking job. <laughs> right. They would have taken it seriously. True. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why he would do that. Why? Why he would he he would put his reasonable reputation on the line? For I that know. Sack every, of shit. Every person that works for this fucking president, mm. you you are a goddamn traitor to this country, in my opinion. All of Republicans. And well, I mean, I assume like yeah. I mean, I I, just, I always felt like Republicans were so blinded by patriotism, you know, that they would do awful things. But now it seems like even the patriotism is full of shit, and they're just like, no, nah, we just want to get rich. Yeah. Fuck everything. Fuck everybody. I mean, I always thought that the you know, the the hawkishness of the Republican Party was because of you know unbound nationalism, but no, it's it was just pure warmongering and and profit. It's all after profit. It's all money. It's crazy. Right, but I mean, in my mind, because Bill Barr is a very frumpy-looking, <laughs> soft-spoken kind of guy. Like, <laughs> he was sitting in his farmhouse, enjoying <laughs> his life, sipping his brandy, and he's like, I got to get off my laurels. I got to help the greatest president who has ever served, Donald <laughs> Trump. What, and what, come, what? Yeah. This Mueller report is going beyond anything I've ever seen. <laughs> Someone should look into his finances. Maybe he made some bad investments <laughs> and he's broke. Maybe. I don't yeah. yeah. Other than yeah. that, I can't think of a damn reason for Barr to, to do this. It doesn't make sense. Get Barr's tax records. So the other the other person who we know distinctly lied uh mm-hmm. was Sarah Sanders. She actually in the Mueller report, she said <laughs> Yeah, I lied. <laughs> she said that to the FBI, <laughs> uh that she had lied on multiple occasions. Slip of the tongue. Mm-hmm. I'm a little confused on the there was so much coming at me this week. Mm-hmm. So what she, what they're surmising is, is that when she went up and said that other FBI agents have lost faith in Comey, countless FBI countless. agents, countless, yeah. then have then, contacted her personally mm. to let her know right. that they made the right move. So she said that, and then the FBI asked her about that, and she goes, "Oh, I lied. That's not true." She said it is was that, a slip of the tongue. So she's saying the whole long statement was a was a long slip that she of made the, multiple times. Right, <laughs> and yes. the, and now how is she? defending that i think that's it as far as i know that's the only that's the end of it they're like oh i guess it was a slip of the tongue well i don't know if it's the end of it there are a lot of people who are calling for her to be fired there are people saying that she should not like april uh what's her name april oh i can't think of her last name one of the she's been a white house reporter for several years but in any case Hmm. she is o'neill ludgate that sounds right um, so she's being, she's coming forward and saying, yeah, she should be fired. She needs to get yeah. out of there. And w- how can you have somebody who comes out and speaks for the president who you know? Now, granted, we already knew she was lying. Right. Yes. But yeah. now there's absolute fact. She said that what she said previously was not the truth. And this, well, and not to just put this on her, but this is from day one when Sean Spicer came out day one Absolutely. and said that the, the crowd was larger than what you see with your own eyes. It's been lying since day one. So this is nothing new. This is just admitted lying. And that's the, what, and the, I, the, I've heard the best thing to do about this with Sarah Sanders, because they're not going to fire her. She's not going to step down. She, no. she loves her job. She revels in this shit. Except that Trump might fire her because she told the truth to Mueller. <laughs> well, that, that's a possibility. I'm saying she's not getting fired for the, for the, no, not for, for the lie. Right. Absolutely. Right. She, no, she'll be fired for not lying. Right. <laughs> Strangely. Is that, and again, <laughs> And this is another thing with the press I don't understand. I'm like, why do they even bother going to these fucking things? You never get a straight answer. 
right? Mm. You and it's that. So the the one reporter I heard suggested goes, they should just send fucking staffers to these fucking things. Don't film them and just just write down exactly what Sarah Sanders says and then just don't ask her any questions and move on. Mm. Because what is the fucking point? Right. It's true. That's why it's I don't understand when CNN gets some shitbag fucking Republican talking person head on there. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you asking them questions? You know what they're gonna fucking say? Because they, they try to they try to sell, walk the line and, and tell both sides, but it's such bullshit. Yeah, but it's got to be frustrating, like to talk to Kellyanne Conway. Yeah, and be like, like, <laughs> okay, you're gonna say, yeah, but the president did this. Like, you know the response you're gonna fucking get, and no matter how hard you push, she's not gonna fucking break. No. So uh, I want to give a thanks to Jeff. It was April Ryan. Right. Thank you. Yeah. And by the way, if you Google April April Ryan, uh, the first three images that come up are of Sarah Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> because she's been calling nice. for her to, to be fired. Yeah, I I agree. I don't. I think the whole position since Trump has been in office, it, it doesn't make any sense. Like you said, as soon as Sean Spicer came out there and just lied openly, mm. all right, we're done. I'm done listening to you. Yeah. But you can't, I mean, CNN and MSNBC can't not go to the the White House, though, and, and not be there every day, even though Sarah Sanders shows up like once a month. Because as soon as you start doing that, the only people that will be there are the right-wing press. So you and, can't. Can, and so what? Yeah, you have to be there to, to press the subject, to ask the questions when she does show up. That's their job. That's what they have to do. It, it, if you don't, it, it's giving up. It's giving in. But if you don't air it, I mean, here's here, again, here's the thing. Not airing it, I'm on board with that. But be there, ask the questions, and when you finally get a little nugget of truth, air that. <laughs> I guess if you can catch her in some kind of amazing lie or whatever. But <laughs> again, Sarah Sanders is not winning anybody on our side over, and so put them in their little fucking echo bubble chamber or whatever, and you know don't she can sit it. there and spout as many lies as she fucking wants. Mm. Or do it with a headline of Sarah Sanders lies again. <laughs> yeah, that would okay. That would be fine. You're like, yeah, another press conference where nothing new came out and it was all bullshit. Yeah, I think right. that, I think I, that's what gets me is stop reporting all of this shit as though it were normal. CNN right. is constantly yeah. reporting stuff as well. The president said no. Stop with that sentence because say the president lied today when he said right. <laughs> Tell the truth. That's what news mm. should be doing. That's what reporters should be doing. Uh, so the other piece of this is the Democrats, again, seem to be divided. Should they start impeachment process on Trump? The, the article, and this is an article from HuffPost, and I'll warn you, it has an autoplay video because that's apparently what they <laughs> do now. Uh, but it's an mm-hmm. article about the, the Democrats that are running uh, in 2020, which it's over a year away. Why is this already a thing? <laughs> how, how many are we at now? 19? I thought it was 20. Oh, 20, right, 20? I, I don't know. It could still be 19. Yeah. Well, do you know when the um, the deadline for registering to vote in the um, primaries is? No, I actually don't. In Pennsylvania? It was yesterday. Wait, what? Yesterday. But if you're already registered, you're fine. I didn't yeah, have to re-register. Okay. I, I, yeah. I didn't know if we were if Pennsylvania was pulling some fucking shenanigans no. like Ohio. No. But if you wanted to vote in the primary, yesterday was the deadline. That was not advertised anywhere. Yeah. Very true. I mean, well, I don't know about anywhere. They they might have mentioned it on the town halls that took place last night or something, yeah, but maybe. But the deadline was yesterday, so right. But yeah. Um. So if you, but you can you can still vote in the um the general election, but primaries out of reach at this point if you're not already registered to vote. Uh, so what are the 2020 candidates saying? Are they they're split or all Democrats? Yeah, they're are split. They are split, but I think it's a I think 
it's all Democrats in general as well. This article says that they're they're completely split. Uh, Warren says impeach now. Uh, Kamala Harris says impeach carefully. Mayor Pete, I don't know. It doesn't. It's not. Uh, there's no clear thing on him. I don't know what it uh, what it says. Oh, he's in some hot water right now. Very clear that it does that his actions deserve impeachment. What's he under hot water for? Or in hot water? Uh, there's a, there's a story. It's a it's a story about him being racist towards black people. Oh, okay. what? Oh yeah, oh. Ian, your your fucking golden boy's a racist. <laughs> uh, I don't believe that. Sanders <laughs> Sanders says investigate more. Klobuchar says let the House take care of it. Whatever that's supposed to mean. I thought Bernie said no impeachment. I think that's what in- I thought Bernie came out and and very specifically said that if we attempt to impeach the president now, it will draw the focus away from uh, issues that Democrats could win the presidency on in 2020 and all next year and a half. All anybody will hear are the words Trump, Trump, Trump and Mueller, 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 mm. and Trump will win again. He said beating him in the next election is the most important thing, not trying to impeach him. For so this. That, that could be that could very well be true. I didn't watch. I haven't seen Bernie say anything in the past couple of weeks, so I don't know. I'm just going off of what this article says. But here's my okay. argument against that. I think that that is a completely Democrat thing to do. Like, mm. I am so sick of the Republicans coming out and saying, oh, we'll see. Trump is completely exonerated, so let's attack the Democrats because of this outrageous thing that was just a witch hunt, which it clearly was not. What, meanwhile, the, the Democrats are like, well, there's evidence that, that, you know, there was obstruction and he's clearly broken law, but, you know, we better not impeach because it might, it might piss some people off. We might, we might lose some voters. Fuck no, you. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to lose one voter on that. No. How about grow a backbone? If this were reversed, the Republicans would have filed for impeachment a long time ago. The best way to do this, in my opinion, is go and say, yes, in the House, we are going to start the impeachment process. We're going to go through the whole fucking thing. And guess what? When it gets to the Senate, it's not going to happen. We know this, right? And everybody be like, well, you're right. going to be wasting money or whatever. And go, shut the fuck up. You know, <laughs> he wastes more money flying down the Mar-a-Lago every weekend. Yeah. But to get all that dirt out. You know, and to talk to people. And I mean, think, I mean, again, if Bernie Sanders said that, I mean, that's one thing. But to say, hey, we could have a guy like Michael Cohen come out every fucking day till 2020 telling you how shitty this president is and he has firsthand knowledge of it. That's pretty good advertising for the Democrats, in my opinion. Well, look at the lessons of the past, though. So back when they impeached Clinton, they they impeached him. They lost in the Senate. And then the following vote was completely against the Republicans. Democrats won across the board. So the lesson that um, the Republicans learned was don't impeach unless you know you're going to win. And I think the Democrats took that same lesson to heart. Yeah, see, I don't think that that's equivalent because at that point we're talking about Clinton and the fact that he committed some sexual stuff and that, okay, he lied to, to the American people and maybe he tried to cover that up. Okay, fine. But the impeachment process was stopped because they, they said that that he did not obstruct justice. But in mm. any case, nobody really cared about the base cause of that. Like, nobody really cares that Trump had sex with a with a porn star. Nobody really thinks that that should prevent him from being president. It's wow. all the other... Well, maybe not nobody, but it's all it's the, the other... Payoff. It's, it's the payoff. It's the payoff the that's payoff. The, the crime. Right. Yeah. And it's all the other shit that he's lied about. Like, 
Right. Clinton lied to the American people once. This guy does it every fucking day. Yeah, I I agree. And committed real crimes. Right, and well, and well, lies about you, all the important things. Can we both impeach him and maximize the Democratic possibility of taking the House and the Senate in 2020? At, yes. And the presidency all at the same time. Can you do both? Yes, because yes. I think if you go at him, and I don't mean file impeachment papers with, you know, half-ass remarks or whatever. Yes, have the hearings, have the people come in, listen to what they have to say. That's all fine. You don't have to file today, but you need it needs to be forefront, I think, because otherwise you're not inspiring. I mean, the mm. one thing that the Republicans have is they're inspiring. They Everybody here says, well, we always thought that they were the more patriotic party. Sure. And it's, it's because of all the bullshit that they've spewed for so long that we actually believe that they were. Mm. If the Democrats would stand up for something and actually stand up for patriotism and the Constitution and start the impeachment process, I think people would get behind the Democrats more. They might use a, they might lose a few of the you know softer liberals, but fuck, it's worth it to stand up for what's right. But again, what lib like what liberal are they going to lose over an impeachment? Yeah, not process? many, I don't think. Mm. I don't even understand. True. It makes no fucking sense to me. Were they going to lose an independent? I remember once Ian told me he's he, that he did not believe in the idea of an independent person, and I'm starting to believe this. Like I don't, I don't understand how there's somebody out there still on the fence on Trump. How do these numbers fucking fluctuate? Yeah, I don't know. Well, they're poll numbers. Like I mean, they poll a certain number of people. You're going to hit, you know, there's a percentage mark of leeway yeah. there that you're you're going. The the polls I can see fluctuating a bit, but I, I guess so. But I mean, like they've got to be. I mean, they're saying that his approval rating is the lowest that it's ever been right now. Yeah. So who's 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 swinging on this? And and then like he'll do something stupid and the numbers to go back up and I'm like I don't understand who who likes this. It's just I don't understand how you haven't made your decision on this already. Right. I read an interesting article about has um, Trump ruined the the GOP forever? I mean, it, uh, can they survive this? Can they actually come back as a viable party that you know roughly fifty percent of the country can vote for? And I think they've lost a lot of leeway. They've lost a lot of ground. Well, we explained Trump. this that one time. Like, it's a party full of nut jobs now. It's, somehow they were more sane eight years ago. How? How? What happened? How is it that they have gone so far to the crazy side? President Blackie McBlackerson. Yeah. Some people just could not stomach that. Apparently, lots and lots of people. Apparently, no, thirty percent, thirty-five. That's a lot of people. That's not the whole country, though. Yeah. No, but that is enough to totally corrupt. You know, that political party to the point of, uh, you know, it's irredeemable now. Well, and, and again, that they say that, that you know, I, I've heard this said before. I think Bill Maher says it quite a bit. Is like they, the Republican Party created Trump. They mm. they turned their people crazy by letting assholes like Bill O'Reilly and Tucker Carlson, like, stoke those fucking things in Fox News. And like, this well, is what you make your bed. That's what you get. You get a guy like him. Right, the whole, and now um, all these Mitt Romney types. The whole Tea Party thing. Yeah, the Mitt Romney types are like, wait a minute. Yeah. Now I don't have a fucking chance. I'm fucking, I'm the real Republican, the rich guy who wants to shit on the poor. <laughs> and this and that. And this crazy guy's talking about Muslim bans and shipping people to sanctuary cities and they love him? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how they come back from this. I mean, it all depends. With the way that the, the system is, he could win again. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. Hmm. <laughs> 
Mayor Pete's a racist now. I mean, what can I do? Who can I vote for? I got my knife and fork ready. I'm going to eat his heart out. Anybody else? Anybody <laughs> else? <laughs> I hear Joe Biden's going to officially announce on Thursday. Mm. Yeah. Again, I though I don't think the whole Mayor Pete thing, I haven't looked at, obviously, at any of the details on that, but is there any substance to it whatsoever? I'm I'm kidding. I'm just saying this because I know Ian loves him so much. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I mean, any but there is a story out there. And again, people are still a little like, he hasn't really come out with a lot of policy. So other than that, but he is a rising star right he, now, but it's anybody's game. I think he's still come out with more ideas than O'Rourke has, so, but... Beto that is Jared's greatest and oldest nemesis. Beto's gone. On He's board. toast. I haven't heard shit um, about him. Elizabeth Warren totally won me back oh, yeah? today. Oh, I'm having. She often t- wins me back. This is going to be. She never the really first- loses me, but this is going to be the first time I think in a long time in a primary that I am going to have a fucking really hard time picking somebody. There's so many. So what? I'm I curious. Mean, what did Warren do today? She uh, unveiled a plan to. Um, eliminate student loan oh, okay. debt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Ian. I, I mean, listen, I donated to Bernie, and then I saw this, and I was like, God, every day Elizabeth Warren just gets me over to her side a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, first student loan debt, what's next? We'll have to start alleviating medical debt. Mm-hmm. We'll have to start putting the needs of the many above the interest of the few. Universe, this is just sad. Universal <laughs> basic income. <laughs> yeah, I went to war today with my... Um, insurance company i mean i have insurance it's decent insurance and still i have to go to war with them oh, i hate them so stupid <laughs> and it, it's not even over anything big i can't imagine having to fight for you know to, to get cover get, to get to get services it's infuriating that they get in between me and my doctor <sighs> anyway sorry <laughs> so that's the last thing that i had about the Mueller report and about the current trump situation i still have more in politics but i didn't want to cut anybody off if if you had another point uh, I'm still in the, I mean, there's so many points I could make. Uh, I'm in a deep dive on that report right now mm. on, a, on a certain podcast that's going pretty much section by section over sure. it. Wow. Yeah. So, th- I mean, just so much stuff that's shady where they're like, Trump and so-and-so met on the airport and discussed blank redacted. Um, And then Trump said, great, let's do it. You know, yeah. it's, it's pretty obvious that they, they just knew a lot. Of what was going on, and right. the thing that uh, the the thing that astonishes me is that I mean it's only seven seven percent of the text is redacted, but there's a lot of key points where it's redacted. The fact there's so much that's so bad it's not redacted. Yeah, that's actually yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's a, the other thing I don't get about Barr. Barr is a complete conundrum for me. Why would you come out and lie for the president on national television? I mean, when you're going to be releasing the port that completely counters what you're saying in the next five minutes, but you're still up there lying, <laughs> and yet you don't overly redact the thing to make him look better. Like, he really yeah, didn't. That- he, he, I think he was fairly minimalistic on his redactions, and yet he's lying yeah. moments later. I don't – it doesn't make sense. Well, the funny, uh, the, the is that- he really a secret agent for us? <laughs> I can't no. – I mean, listen. Here's the thing. And, <laughs> I, and I'm sorry, Karen. I mean to interrupt you, but – he left in that part where he said, mm. oh, no, this is the end of my presidency. I'm fucked. Yeah. <laughs> As most innocent people say. <laughs> right. Right. He could have redacted that on, on, I don't know, presidential privilege or whatever. But he left that in. Mm. The fact that the, the president for a couple of days thought that the report was good. 
was highly amusing. If you followed his tweets, it's like, yay, we win! Ha 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 ha! Then, like, two days later, he's like, Mueller's a bastard! It's all lies! It's like, wait yeah, a second. He, yeah, he, he listened to and believed Bill Barr. <laughs> he did. So, audience of one, they convinced him <laughs> for a while. <laughs> I'm not going to be reading no 400 pages. You told me it was total exoneration, no collusion, right. no obstruction. He handed it to Stephen Miller, and Stephen Miller was like, oh, Jesus, i got to read this now. <laughs> and he goes back to his dungeon and reads it by candlelight. And <laughs> I don't want to read this. This isn't mine, comp. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe Barr, after all the shitty things I just said about him, is really a double uh, agent. After the Iran-Contra con- like, Iran stuff, I really don't think that that's true. No. But again, he left a lot of damning shit in there. I think he did the best that he could with the material uh, that he had. I don't think but he, could he take could have redacted the whole fucking report and left one line in there and handed it and be like, ah, "Fuck it, it's my prerogative. I can do whatever I want with it." Yeah, but he, they would have had his head though. They would have tried, know. but it would have gone but to you court. Think, don't you know. don't think Trump called him up and be like, "You left that I'm fucked line in there"? <laughs> that was the probably fuck a uncomfortable conversation. Yeah. <laughs> right. I feel like he, being Barr, felt confident that Congress that. uh Robert Mueller would be appearing in mm. front of Congress. And when they asked him pointedly, were the only things that were redacted related to open cases that, that would have caused caused those cases to be corrupted, he, Mueller would have said no. He very pointedly, even though I said this, this, and this do not need to be redacted, he chose to redact it anyway. Mm, right. True. The, the, he covered his own ass as far as that goes. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. I'll buy that. So he made the statement to cover his own ass, and he made the redactions to cover his own ass. Yeah. So again, He's what is this fucking line. guy's angle? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you didn't have to take the job, William. You could have just fucking Maybe. stayed home. A little- uh, because yeah, because now, um, yeah, now his all right money, mm-hmm. and now his resume says former attorney general. It he was already form. an attorney general, former double attorney <laughs> double general. Attorney general. <laughs> he is so viable. There'll be uh, there'll be a new. Republican in 2024 I, but he's, that needs an attorney general. But he's already in his 60s. He should be just retiring in his laurels. What My only guess is that nah. he's trying to cement his name in history books, and he's trying to do it in a way yeah. so that he's not the absolute villain. He, he wants... So he teams up with Trump? <laughs> well, yeah. I said absolute <laughs> villain. He's Then he's got to be a fucking <laughs> idiot, and I can do this job. Also possible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's uh, we're we're running. I mean, granted, this is a big topic, and we've been waiting for it forever. But no way, he dumped all his money in Pets.com and lost it all. <laughs> that's the only thing I can. It's the only answer I'll I could accept. buy that as well. Sure. The one last thing about the the Mueller report that I wanted to weigh in on because it's also something that we cover here on the show. I love that the Mueller report said your Seth Rich conspiracy is stupid. <laughs> Knock it the fuck off. True. Oh, that made me. <laughs> yeah. Really, really satisfied. The other thing I surmise from them doing the breakdown on the podcast I'm listening to, he fucking hates Paul Manafort. <laughs> well, who's that, Trump? No, Mueller, Mueller. does. Mueller uh, does yeah. not like Paul Manafort. <laughs> well, the guy's a scumbag. Yeah, he is a total scumbag. Any law-abiding dude like Mueller would detest him, yeah, on sight. So. And my only other unrelated follow-up, just for, that I've found beneficial to myself and could be beneficial to the show is that uh, Mayor Buttigieg's uh, husband tweeted out some uh, easy ways to remember how to pronounce their last name. And he said, <laughs> it's just the word boot and then edge twice. <laughs> or if you prefer, you can say Buddha and then judge. Buddha judge. <laughs> Buddha judge. <laughs> I like boot edge edge. 
<laughs> That's why he gave options. He knew everybody would, you know, want to have their own kind of nice. Even though he's a racist, I mean, I'll overlook <laughs> it. <laughs> Thanks. All right. The other thing that the Democrats who are running were asked about: there's a New York Times article. They asked every single one of them about climate change, and uh, in the article, it has a lot of responses from from the different like carbon tax. And it has a list. People in favor of carbon tax. Booker, Buttigieg, uh, Castro, Delaney, Gillibrand, Williamson, Yang. I didn't even know Yang was running. Um, They're all for carbon tax. And then other people willing to consider it. And there's a list there. Um, Then they have a how strict should regulations be. And they talk about that. Money for research. uh, Nuclear option using nuclear power. They have people on that. Booker is on top of that apparently but in any case it's an interesting article if you're really interested in climate change you can take a look uh, again it'll be on the web page i don't think there's really much to discuss there but i wanted to to bring it up meanwhile uh, the supreme court of the united states is have decided to take up and have listened to arguments for a scandalous name for a company so this guy started a clothing line and the clothing line is called, it's spelled F-U-C-T. It is the fucked clothing sure. line. And he is... This isn't new, no, is it? Yeah, isn't there already a clothing line like that? I, well, yeah. He, the case is now in front of the Supreme Court. Right. About exactly. the name of the company. Because he tried to trademark it, and I guess was turned down because of it being a profane word. Even though it's not actually a profane word, it's a made-up word that just right. sounds like right. a profane word. Right. So he's he the arguments have already been made uh, in the case, but I just find it interesting that this is something that the Supreme Court has decided they're going to take up. Like of all <laughs> the other things that are really important, I mean, I guess this has some importance, but in the grand scheme of things, not much. <laughs> well, it depends. Did every lower court rule for them, and now the Supreme Court is going to be like, well, we're going to rule against them because it sounds naughty. Yeah, because every because 15 other courts said it was one way, but the Supreme Court, which is completely politicized, will rule the opposite way. You know, I don't really, I can't, I, I, I read it, and now I don't remember, and I can't find it, so I'm just, I don't know. I don't know how the lower court You know court what they should, should do? Get, get rid of the fucking Supreme Court, and you win the case by how many courts rule in your favor. Mm. <laughs> right? Wouldn't that make more sense? Then it would be harder to stack the court. Because we have one court that can make a right. final decision, even though every other court said no or yes, whatever the case may be. Well, every other court is supposed to follow the law that, as written and as interpreted, and the only people to reinterpret are the Supreme Court, something like that. If it's already been, de- if the Supreme Court has decided on something, every lower court must follow it. If the lower court, if the Supreme Court has not ruled on it, it has the capacity to be sent up that high. Mm. So this has not been ruled on by anybody else. It has not, has not been ruled on by the Supreme Court yet. And they like the argument, I suppose. So, I Well, I'm glad the highest court in the land is working on this fuck case. <laughs> yeah. Although I do like, I have to read what Ginsburg said at one point. She said that these goods, as I understand it, are meant to attract a particular market. And if we concentrate on that market, from their perception, the word is mainstream. I thought that was a very good way of stating it. It's like, yes, they're not going for the uber-Christian crowd with this clothing line. 
<laughs> so yeah, why why should they be limited? They're going to put out a brand that's going to completely disorient some people. All right, if they can still survive the market, then why not let them have their brand? For sure, naughty sure. words, naughty words. Uh, in any case, that's that's all I had on that. I really thought it was interesting because it's you know profanity. I thought it was interesting to our podcast. Mm. They are also um, hearing cases on LGBT, two cases on the LGBT community coming up here soon, which we should check into for next week. Okay. I don't have the details on them at the moment, but sure. I know there are, two, there are two cases headed their way, so. Right, right. So the moving on to some state news. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not going to cover everything that's in, in here because there's a whole lot, but Rewire put out a article that basically it covers a whole bunch of what's going on with blitz laws. Mm. Um, Roe versus Wade, a whole lot of anti-abortion and that sort of thing. And, and the idea that, of triggered laws so that it, when Roe v. Wade does get overturned, that's their words, uh, they have these laws that will immediately take effect. And there's, there's stuff from Alabama and Arizona and Arkansas and Montana, like there's stuff all over the place. So I thought it was a good article to take a look at. Again, too much to go over here, but it'll be up on the website if you want to take a look. Find your state and the laws that you need to fight. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Pennsylvania, abortion. Yep. Oh, wow. A measure to prohibit abortion if it's being sought because the fetus has been diagnosed with Down syndrome. Right. That, wow. I'm glad you found that. That was one of the caught my attention as well. Sure. Um, there's a There are a lot in there that are just depressing. Mm. Meanwhile, in Tennessee, uh, the House votes to amend their constitution, the Tennessee constitution, to include a reference to Almighty God. So they want to put in into law that liberties do not come from government, but from Almighty God. Wow. What? <laughs> and that the state house has passed this. Yeah. It's... It's being brought up by the same guy. I think we talked about him before, but it's the guy who said that uh, when he was talking about a 15-year-old girl who had been raped and was then seeking abortion, he said that there was nothing evil in that hypothetical scenario. Oh, what state is this? Tennessee. Mm, the hell. They are aware there's other governments in the world, right? <laughs> like, and so according to them, God created all man, right? Right. I- <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm correct on their rules, right? Well, there's those other heathen countries, you know, all those Mexico countries down south of us and, and the godless heathens, you know, in Europe. That's the thing. I so, don't think that that is actually considered. I don't think that it's no. ever considered that it's it's even possible. Like, if you ask someone, if you ask a Christian, well, don't you think it's lucky that you were born in this country <laughs> where you're a Christian? And you you weren't born in this Muslim majority country, and because then you'd be going to hell just out of pure ignorance. And they would, I think, their response would be, "Yeah, I was lucky, but that's why I'm proud of this country, and I'm proud to be an American." And like, it, 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 there's a complete disconnect there. That it's lack of rational thought. There are other it religions is. that have really the exact same level of evidence that you do. Right. Yeah. Why I does God love the United States so fucking much? <laughs> Well, I, I've never been comfortable with the, you know, it's the greatest country in the world. It's good. It's a nice place. I, I enjoy living here. It's not the greatest country in the world in many ways. In some ways it is. In other ways it is not. But why would God only hand us the Constitution and not other <laughs> countries? 
Like, why didn't he just make multiple copies of it and send it out to every country? At least every Christian. There's more than one Christian country. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah what Very level true. of disconnect do you have to have to think that the government, that liberties come from God and not the government? <laughs> like, he, he, he really thinks that the Constitution was written by Jesus, right? Like that. And handed down to the forefathers. Yep. We've heard this a couple of times recently that, you know, God actually wrote it and handed it to the forefathers. It's, I don't, yeah, it's so bizarre. Why did he wait so fucking long? <laughs> yeah. Where was he when the British were running this country? Huh? And despite the fact that the American Constitution is in large part based on British, the Parliament and the House of Commons is the House of Representatives. The House of Lords is the Senate. There are parallels all the way through here, so... Yes, Jeff, that was the painting I was referring to. <laughs> oh, that's a nice one, yeah. <laughs> and also, Karen, which I've learned in the past two years, Constitution, not exactly fucking perfect. Yeah. No. Well, it talks about, you know, black people being three-fifths of a person. I mean, mm-hmm. eh, it's a problem. <laughs> it's You'd think they'd add this thing into it where you could change it around a little bit if it got outdated or misconstrued <laughs> or whatever, but, you know. Well, we do have the amendments. That helps. That's what I'm talking. That was that's what okay. I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, I'm being a little slow today. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> when was the last time we made an a, a, an amendment? Equal rights amendment, 1970s, and it hasn't passed yet. <laughs> oh, so 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 prior to that, what was the last time we had one going? Oh, not sure. To the keyboard. <laughs> 1875. I th- it was <laughs> since then, I think. Yeah, we gave women the right to vote. Was that was in the 20s? Oh, and the the no booze was an amendment. That was. And then booze again was an amendment. <laughs> undo, undo. I don't know. I don't know the. I don't know the amendments well enough. I, I tried to to get the first ten down. That's all I got, man. <laughs> well, nineteen seventy one was Amendment twenty six, voting rights for all citizens eighteen or older. That was just in nineteen seventy one. And in nineteen ninety two was the twenty seventh amendment. Mm. Change that required any any change to the rate of compensation for members of the U.S. Congress to take effect only after subsequent election in the House of Representatives. Hmm. So hopefully people couldn't couldn't give themselves raises as easily. Correct. So Amendment 25, the 25th, they keep trying to get the you know the people that report to Trump to do. It was only in 1967. Huh. Oh, is that the oranges of the 25th Amendment? <laughs> <laughs> the oranges, yes. Brought to you by <laughs> the orange man. Did you guys see how I double dipped yeah, on that one? That was very nice. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move through these last couple things real quick. Okay. There's a report, and it's on gizmodo.com. The church is advertising a miracle cure event in Washington. The FDA has come out and warned the public not to attend the miracle cure event being thrown by the Genesis 2 Church of Health and Healing because it's just bleach no. and it could hurt you. If you drink bleach. <laughs> Just ask Artie Lang. Is that what happened to his face? No, but he, he tried to drink bleach. and it, that, uh, Okay. Why would you do that? He thought it would... Uh, uh, it's a whole long story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was on heroin care. <laughs> ah, okay. So, Enough said. per the uh, the Guardian, according to an article over there, they uh, they have a miracle mineral solution or supplement... That is actually chlorine dioxide, a bleach that's used in industrial textile production and water treatment, and that they are pushing this off as, like I said, a mineral supplement to uh, to make you healthy. No, it's not at strength, I'm assuming. I would have to assume that that's the case. Maybe it's yeah, watered I mean, down like, uh, you know, 
homeopathy and watered down industrial right. beach. <laughs> well, I mean, it is a viable thing to put. I mean, chlorine bleach in pool water. It, it, you do that for a reason, and you can drink pool water. Kind of gross still, but it won't kill you. So you can put bleach products in water to a, an appropriate dilution that it's safe. But I don't know, not sure that's what this is talking about, though. <laughs> According to the article, a lab was contracted to test the uh, to test the substance being sold by the Genesis 2 church. And uh, they found that they were 57% and 45% stronger than the advertised mm. concentration, respectively. So they, they had two, two separate tests. So no quality control. The sale <laughs> of substance for human consumption is illegal in the U.S., but they're not going to be selling it. So it's okay. <laughs> so, in any case, watch what cult you're following. They might just be serving you bleach. Sure. <laughs> On top of delicious the bleach, though. <laughs> Overseas, I had two. No, one world news today. Terry Gao, I imagine is how you pronounce his name. He is uh, the founder of Foxconn. He is going to be running for president in Taiwan. And he explained why he's going to be running for president. And it's because the sea goddess Mazu uh -oh. said that uh, he should come forward to support this country. He says that Mazu told me I should be inspired to do good things for the people who are suffering. He says that the sea goddess came to him and spoke to him. And that is why he is running for president. He said this during mm -hmm. his announcement of uh, running for president. <laughs> and yet that is no crazier than um, any of the Republican nutjobs saying, God told me I should run. I mean, Ted Cruz came out and said, God told me I should run for office. This is just as crazy. That's why I bring it up. Yep. <laughs> I like what Jeff said, though. Who are you to doubt the wishes of Mazu? <laughs> Did God also tell um, <laughs> Ted to fucking bitch out at the end? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if God tells you to do something, don't just stop yeah. halfway through. Man. Sure. But yeah, that, that was kind of my point is... That's really no crazier than anybody no. in the Republican Party. What what's the what's her name from the Midwest? Um, oh, the crazy lady, the craziest of the crazy ladies, Michelle oh, Bachman. Michelle Bachman. Yeah, she said that God <laughs> encouraged her to run. Ted Cruz did. I mean, how many others? They all say it. A lot of them God's do. a sadistic fuck to make you waste all your time and money when he knows that Donald Trump's going to win. Yeah, or Mitt Romney. Why did he do that? He set those things in motion, and he set you up to fail. He told you to do something. He knew you were going to fail because he's an all-knowing and an all-seeing. Kind of a dick, if you ask me. Hmm. Really? Did, did Ted Cruz losing somehow help Donald Trump win? Or if Ted <sighs> Cruz wasn't there, would have Donald Trump still fucking won? <laughs> Are these the questions to keep Ted Cruz up at night? <laughs> I hope. Oh, I hope so. He's <laughs> like, God, if God told me to run, but if I didn't run, would it have made a goddamn difference? <laughs> Did God want me to write a Time article on how great Donald Trump was after he called my wife ugly? <laughs> Man, there's so much wrong there. All these questions and more. All right. Yeah. Uh, we I said I was going to talk about dead pigs, the brains of dead pigs. So here we go. Oh, this story. I remember this. The New York Times <laughs> has a story on the fact that they have kind of brought pig brains back to life after they were killed. They took the brains out of the, the, the slaughtered pigs. Um, they were slaughtered for food. They then extracted the brains and then started doing these tests. These tests started occurring, what was it, four hours? Uh, yeah, four hours. So they've been without blood and at room temperature for four hours. 
And Seemingly dead. Yeah. They started the process, and they were able to get the brains to start responding. Blood started flowing again, or the synthetic blood that they had developed, and they were able to actually get electrical stimulus within the brain cells. So we don't know what was really going on, but the brains kind of started working again. Now... Why would you do this? It's because they're trying to help people like stroke survivors and people who have had other types of brain damage and try to see if they could re-stimulate the, the cells and get them working again. Because if, the, if a brain cell goes without oxygen for really short period of time, uh, it dies off and it's just it's gone. Um, so they're trying to do this to see if they can help people with some brain damage to re-stimulate some of the cells that are no longer working. So it, you know, good cause, but in the end, kind of creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Very creepy. Might I say a little abnormal. Yes. Well, you think about what actually makes up you, what, what makes up who you are. It's the, the, the combination of electrical impulses and the connections and the synapses in your brain. So any damage that happens to your brain affects you as a person, as an individual and religion writes it off as your, as your, you know, your soul, whatever. But uh, we all know that it's a scientific, electrical, chemical thing, and they're talking about fiddling with that, and that makes me strangely uncomfortable. <laughs> See, I immediately went to, well, this is the stepping stone to rich people spending extravagant amounts of money to be able to resurrect themselves one day. <laughs> mm. You know, like, oh, I don't care what I die from; I have the uh, resurrection ins insurance. Sure. I mean, if you could transfer your brain into another body or transfer, I don't think you could transfer the your consciousness because it is just an electrochemical patterns in your gray matter. <laughs> but fascinating. And yeah, like Jeff said, this is how we're going to get orcs. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think this is how we're going to get like Resident Evil uh, to happen. But. Sure. <laughs> I do. I find it interesting, though, in the article, it says that it goes against our what we currently think about about how the brain works and how it f functions, and it poses very uh, a lot of metaphysical riddles. No, it doesn't. <laughs> that only only the people who again believe in souls and believe in an afterlife, then okay, they can go off and have their metaphysical riddles. This is just like you said, it's a chemical change and electrochemical change in in the organ. Right. The f and it fascinates. But the thing that fascinates me about this is that. The electrical, electrical chemical thing that's in, in, encased in our in our brain cavity, it can can be conscious. That is amazing to me. <laughs> but that's true now. That was true before they started doing this with with pig brain. So yeah, I do find it amusing. All right, mm. that's all I got on pig brains. <laughs> uh, the last thing, and I just I just really wish we would have brought this up in a, uh, one of our early episodes when we were talking about uh, cryptozoology. I didn't know this was was a thing. There are Sasquatch calling contests in New York. Where, <laughs> oh, I, even I knew that. I'd never seen this before. The Bigfoot enthusiasts get up and and into a mic. They they do Sasquatch calls, and it's I don't know. Some of them are really disturbing. I assume you knew this was a thing, Ian? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Well, it's completely new to me. Anyway, I threw it in just because I found it amusing. Apparently, I, I'm like, I don't know. Karen, did you know this was a thing? I knew that there were um, um, Sasquatch 
organizations and people that, you know, got together and talked about Sasquatch and traded pictures. I did not know there was a Sasquatch calling festival. That That's new. The, I mean, I think it's, inter- I think it's interesting that um, these sightings of Sasquatch before everybody had a camera in their pocket were very, very high. As soon as people had cameras in their pockets, the incidence of reports went down precipitously. Yeah. Then it goes back up again with the advent of um, Photoshop. <laughs> So. <laughs> um, I, I don't think the calling is the festival. I think mm. the Sasquatch is the festival. I think one of the events at the festival is a calling contest. Ah. Absolutely. So how do you know? How is it a contest? How do you know who wins? Sasquatch shows up? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, Ian, Ian judges the contest. Yeah. <laughs> I think you get to... Uh, I, th- I think if you if you're fortunate enough to be a judge in said contest, I think you you get to you know it's obviously a hundred percent subjective. Mm. Say ah, that's probably what they sound like. I like that one the best. That sounds like a reasonable approximation of something that size. Correct. <laughs> in any case, I just found it amusing. It was news to me. All right, is there anything uh, people anything else people want to talk about? If not. I'm going to wrap it up. Negatory. Uh, hey, I don't have to give the disclaimer this week. That's that's cool. <laughs> I don't think we threatened any public officials' lives. Nope. Yay, good for us. <laughs> all right, that's all we've got for this week. I want to thank everyone for listening, especially our patrons, people who support the podcast. We really appreciate it. Uh, you too could be a patron. You could just go to our webpage, profaneargument.com, and sign up. And if you do so, you could listen to us live and comment. Uh, and, and we do have a few, and some have signed up, but I think the schedule is are off. So if you signed up, we appreciate it, especially if you can't make it, or even if you can't make it. Um, if you enjoy this podcast, you could also support it by sharing the podcast on social media or leave a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you happen to listen. And if you'd like to contact us, if you have something you'd like for us to discuss, you can go to our Facebook page or you can tweet to us at ProfaneArg. Uh, also, I'd like to uh, mention our podcast network that we're a member of, the Soon To Be Named Network. You can find all the podcasts on there at SoonToBeNamedNetwork.com. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. <coughs> I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thanks for coughing during my name. <laughs> I'll edit it out. <laughs> Thank you, good night, and may your God go with you. <laughs>